What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. A-U-N, American Underground Network. The primary reason why the individual citizens of a country create a political structure is a subconscious wish or desire to perpetuate their own dependency relationship of childhood. Simply put, they want a human god to eliminate all risk from their life, pat them on the head, kiss their bruises, put a chicken on every dinner table, hold their bodies, tuck them into bed at night, and tell them that everything will be all right when they wake up in the morning. This public demand is incredible, so the human god, the politician, meets incredibility with incredibility by promising the world and delivering nothing. So who is the bigger liar, the public or the godfather? All revolutions have been led by young people. If you just think of the TV images of whether it's Tiananmen Square or whether it's the uh, revolts in Central America or Europe, it's the young people, it's the college people who are more principled and not locked in and they're not embedded with the government. They are the ones who are concerned about the future because the future is theirs. My research has shown at this point that the future laid out for us may be just about impossible I do not agree with the means by which the powerful few have chosen for us to reach the end. I do not agree that the end is where we should end at all. But unless we can wake people from their sleep, nothing short of civil war will stop the planned outcome. It's the National Collective Consciousness Show with Dee Dee Farrell in Portland, Oregon, Jim Comet Jr. in Cincinnati, Ohio. Steve Harris in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, live from Evanston, Illinois, your host, Fred Smart. Hello, welcome everyone. Welcome back to our show. Twelve and a half years and counting. Uh, we just keep going along here. It's cold up here in Chicago. And we are really blessed to have... Uh, so many wonderful guests that come on the show every week uh, to to touch base and to reconnect and to correspond. Uh, a theme of, of connectivity, of the connectedness, has been with us all on this call for all of these years, and it's what keeps the beat going, what, what keeps us going forward. And uh, uh, Gary Nobles, uh, has been on this call several times in the past. He's one of the pillars of, of this community um, from a, a, a spiritual standpoint, from a testimonial standpoint, from a point of activism, point of community outreach, and, and standing up and really making a difference in our world <clears throat> with 
music and song and art and kids and families and fathers and mothers all around him and all around the vision that uh, he carries and we share with him. Uh, And uh, we're, we're pleased to have on Gary tonight along with one of the original members of uh, the I, I'm Tired of Tripping Center, who was a partner with the Reverend, the late Reverend Ken Blue Campbell uh, there in East St. Louis. Uh, John W. Sanford is on the call right now with Gary. And John and Ken, Reverend Ken Blue Campbell uh, go way back even before Gary, according to what Gary told me a couple of days ago. And uh, we're honored to have you on, J.W. Sanford, and, and join us tonight in this uh, in this testimonial event of sharing uh, connectedness and love and the circle of love and, and all of these things. And while the free uh, call was going on, you guys were chatting. I was looking at, and I'm, forgive me for sharing all these numbers. Uh, it was kind of plastered like spaghetti against the wall, Steve and, and Dee Dee and everyone. But uh, just to take a, a little simple example, I thought, we, you know, we're doing the call tonight. And uh, how does this connect back to when I met Gary? And I can go through that because the numbers bear out uh, a connection between tonight and, uh, and when I when we met Gary and even Donald Trump. <clears throat> it just it's just pr- pretty amazing. Uh, one of the things that uh, drive all of us uh, together is the amazing uh, serendipitous. Uh, it seems to be a coincidence when things happen in our lives, but uh, the bottom line is when you ascribe things to chance and luck, the, 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 the like flip of the coin type of stuff, it really takes away the beauty and the depth and the dimension of divine providence and the divine order that governs and guides and supports and is the foundation for everything. And uh, <clears throat> Gary, you and I have shared uh, with this evolving community over the years, the, the many incredible things that have happened to you and to me and to us, uh, including events on this call over the years. And uh, it's not chance. It's not luck. There's something really special that goes on in these communities that really is the universal language of, of connectedness, of togetherness, of oneness. Uh, do you want to comment on that in reference to your, your vision for the circle of love? Yeah, I, I would definitely have to agree with that, Fred, just by even with our meeting. And now I look back, it's been 19 years off that chance meeting that we met to our Reverend Ken Campbell. And yep. it, it, it's been a beautiful journey just to stay connected, and, and we are witness of that. You know, I was just thinking about that, how we are witness of that connectivity that you're speaking about. And just being able to feel, I was just telling Didi and I see that I could feel the love. I could feel the energy, good energy. And I believe that that has, that's a very important part of growing a healthy uh, community, family, that there has to be that connectivity of love, and that's what the circle of love is about. And with love, you have to have a common uh, respect for those that you love. And I think those are the very important roots 
of growing any community, any family, or any organization, or any any mission that uh, you may endeavor on. So that that's, I, I would just definitely agree with you. Today. You know, we, we, we were talking the other day, Gary, and, and by the way, uh, J.W., are you there? Just wanted to do a sound check. I'm here, and I'm listening, and I'm enjoying the conversation <laughs> now I have. All right. It's just the understanding that this is more than just coincidence. This yeah. is a part of a kingdomship that we have to relate to and for our brothers and sisters, everyone that we come in contact with is connected in this kingdom. Absolutely. We just stand up and count ourselves worthy and blessed to walk in this. It's not our purpose. It's his purpose. It's worthy. Accept us to accept us loving each other and loving him. So this love is about everything. Yeah, I would agree with um, John J.W. We called a brother John J.W. And I would definitely would agree with what he's saying. And it brings me back to something you said about divine providence. And I believe that being divinely led is very important to being able to connect in in the spirit of love, in the spirit of goodness and goodwill, like we have over the last 19 years. And it's a genuine friendship, a genuine fellowship, and the spirit is always there. And that's the beautiful thing I find. And um, and not only in our relationship, but in the hope of building this uh, circle of love in that whole journey, because we've come a long way, Fred. We're from the yep. I'm tired of Center in East St. Louis, where we would meet with uh, Reverend Ken Campbell. We call him Brother Blue. Have yep. um, fellowship prayer, and it was always something special. But we never saw. We never visualized that we'd be at this place after starting there in East St. Louis, um, which was the youth program and outreach was birthed from there in Delwood or Ferguson, Missouri, that area. And from the birthing point of that, we got we were able to reach out to fathers and 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 inspire fathers to be fathers if they had children, to be in their children's life and be accountable. And so now we've come full circle. we come first full circle with this circle of love. And I believe that's the, that's the end road. I know for me in ministry, and I believe with uh, J.W., Brother uh, Sanford, we started out way a long time ago, back in the early 90s in East St. Louis, and now here we are going into 2020. Continue wow, you go, you go back. What, so you met uh, Reverend Blue in the early 90s? 1990. 
1990. Right. <laughs> We're going on 30 years. And I, and I Holy met, crap. Uh, <laughs> I met Brother Sanford uh, shortly after that. Okay, and J.W., you met uh, Reverend Blue before Gary, right? Yes. Uh, and, and matter of fact, uh, I was living with him at, at, at the time. I remember, wow. Uh, uh, him when, when he had first stopped standing up and, and being the minister that he was to become. Yeah. You know, I, I knew him before he knew himself, as they say. <laughs> They're like, and he was, you know. The father knew you before you knew you. And that's the way it goes. In all relationships, especially when the father's going evolve, you know first. You know what this person's capable of doing and possibilities of what he may do. You see the brightness in them before they yeah. Oh my God. You know, Gary, Reverend Campbell, uh, Kenny Blue was on this call a few times. I know over the years, back in the early days before he passed away of cancer. Uh, so, uh, and he was a, he was a very creative guy. Uh, he was a percussionist. He was a musician. I think he wrote, yeah. wrote songs as well. He, he knew the Bible backwards and forwards and could crack a prayer like, like all get out. Uh, man, he was a very, he was a very inspired guy. Yeah. He was like maybe one of the best, um, one, of the, one of my favorite uh, speakers, teachers and uh, preachers that I've been around. I've been around a lot of, um, different different ministers over the years, but he was really one of my favorite. He was very uh, good uh, minister, very good. I think he was even a lot better than he knew himself to be. Uh, he was really a blessing. And I think, he was, I, think, I think Brother Blue was the king of connectivity as well. Because he's no. the one that, that brought you to us. Exactly. I met Brother Blue, uh, JW, I told Gary, uh, I was in a network marketing program, and this lady and I were going 50-50 on buying one of those uh, those lead lists, you know what I mean, with thousands of names, you know, mm-hmm. with numbers and addresses and everything else. And so I took the first half, she took the second half. And... <clears throat> It, when I started going through that list, something made me skim down, and I, I, I gravitated to <clears throat> Reverend, uh, you know, K- Kenny's name, and I called him, and he picked up the phone, and there was instant connection, instant mm-hmm. like like you know plugging in an electric, uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> like plugging in the TV. We're immediately communicating, <laughs> we're 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 co- communing and. Uh, and and then something happened to my computer over the next uh, couple of months or whatever, and I was going to call him back, and I lost uh, the the file. When I restored my computer, I couldn't find the file. 
So it was a whole year went by, and I finally found the file, and I called uh, Brother Brother Blue back, and we instantly reconnected where we left off. And uh, it was right on the eve of my whole family going down there, following my wife on a business trip. I had my two older sons. My youngest son had not been born yet. So I had a seven-year-old oldest son, uh, Fred, and and our three-and-a-half-year-old middle son, Thomas. And we went down there to join my wife. Uh, We had tickets to the Cubs game against St. Louis uh, on, on, on that Monday, it was, uh, so Sunday was the day that I met you and, uh, Gary, you and Kenny in the evening, uh, of the lobby of the Adams Mark hotel, right downtown, uh, mm. St. Louis there. That, yeah, and, uh, I, I remember that. I remember that was at the, um, I think it was at the Adams Mark, was it? The Adams Mark, wasn't that? It was called the Adams Mark. I don't know if it's there anymore, but it was right there. You could see you could see the uh, St. Louis Arch. That's right. From our room. Yeah, that that's right. Still, it just seemed like only yesterday, Fred. But as I think back, I think about some of the good times. You know, being fellowshipping with you, being able to meet you there, and the times you come down to St. Louis, you stay with me, and yep. and work with the young people, played um, at, at in Delwood, uh, taught the young people about the fivefold ministry, fivefold ministry, the energy of the fivefold and the fingers, that was amazing, and then. You know, being able to, to meet with you in, in up at uh, Western Illinois, that time we went, it was really cold. Yeah, for football, cold. football weekend. Yep. <laughs> so there's a lot of great, um, rich memories. Yeah. Just sitting here, what, 19 years later, going on, almost going on 20 years. Yeah, but I, I, I taught, I, Told everyone on the call a couple of times, but the, the five-fold ministry of your hand, the fingers of your hand, came from Brother Blue. He taught me the names of of, of the five fingers. J.W., you probably have heard that, right? Yes, Brother Blue. Fact, I remember when he first started talking about it. He, he had... Actually, he had heard it over, over two or three different ministers at, uh-huh. at different times about different fingers of the hands. Yeah, but yeah. When he, when, he, when he broke it down and broke down which thing was such this, which thing was that, you had this thumb, you had to point it, and all of stuff. When he first got into his heart, when he could get forward like a faucet, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you walk in the bathroom. A faucet's always there, but it's not always on. Yeah. But when it comes on, nobody can tell you, ain't nothing happening over there. It ain't nothing happening with this. Ain't nothing happening with it. No. It's filling this spot, and when this gets full, you take what's in here, and you pour it in that pot, you come from that pot, you pour it in another pot, 
And that's the way the Lord works. You're constantly being refilled. That's, that's yeah. the way we got to understand that. So we yeah. always get caught up with, you know, well, this is happening to me and that's happening to this person over here and this happening to that. You got nothing to do with that. You're just a pot. Be yeah. filled. That's all you got to do. Be filled. Be full. <laughs> and be filled. Yeah. Just Leo, there's another pot. And it's saying, filled. That's how come you say, you know, this happening, why this happening in my life? Because you have to take another life. It ain't just your life. It's a whole kitchen floor pot here to be filled. Well, that's a new one for the fivefold uh, ministry, Fred, and and the fingers, the energy of the the five fingers. Yeah, well, feeling <laughs> that that. Yeah, the hand, the hand is uh, an amazing technology, and uh, uh, the application of any one of the fingers working together form a, a cooperative correspond, correspondence of the application of, of use, being useful, doing something mm-hmm. that is enhancing, that is uh, directing, that is impo- uh, you know, anytime you lift up a cup, you're... Uh, you're you're doing something. You're you're in motion. You're at you're doing an action that uh, is part of uh, the usefulness, the application of use. Oh, and usefulness. You're filling the purpose. That's it. You're filling up a purpose. I don't know exactly what the purpose is, but I know you're gonna need filling. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you how to fill it. That ain't my job. Yeah. My job. Just to be there to help fill it. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Pour me out. That's <laughs> all it is. <clears throat> you know, you don't go in nobody's house and, and stop talking to that teapot and stuff like this. Well, we're going to need a little soup over here. We're going to need a little soda over here. We're going to need it. Now, your job is Say that, be picked up, and poured out for whatever purpose it is. That's not your job to figure out the purpose. My job is just to pour it out. Pour it out, yep. Whichever way, whichever way it's going to flow into whatever other vehicle or container it may be. I'm just to pour it out. That's all I'm here for. That's the reason I was created. Well, you know what I want to ask you, Fred? Maybe you can touch on that with with J.W. saying through the energy of the fingers and and the way that energy flows through through the five-fold. Ministry and because he's talking about an infilling, a constant energy. Yeah, an energy flow. 
Yeah, yeah what, uh, what, what it seems to sound like, like uh, when, when uh, Kenny taught me the names of the fingers, <clears throat> uh, I had that, he filled me with that, that those, those names. I didn't know what they meant or what the purpose or what the cause was until one morning they were, they were in my bean and I was sitting at my computer downstairs and I was, was trying to, I, I asked the Lord or I asked just the question, you know, it was like having a conversation with, uh, you know, your wife or somebody right next door. And, uh, and I said, what, what did the names of these fingers mean? And, and there's an immediate response that, that filled me up that started with me uh, receiving the answer as I grabbed my hand and, and picked up this little matchbox. My, little, my sons were into, you know, Hot Wheels and those little cars that are on the track. They're littered all throughout the house. You had to watch your step first. You'd kill yourself. <laughs> So I picked up this matchbox, I held it in my hand, and the answer came to me, just examine what your hand is doing with the object, with, with the car. And, and as I, I held the object, which is the car in my, my hand, I, I witnessed what my fingers were doing to the car. And as I observed the fingers, I realized, oh my God, this is kind of what Kenny was talking about. J.W., uh, the thumb yes. is the apostle. Kenny said the apostle was the thumb. Okay. Yes. He also said the index finger was the prophet. Of the third yes. finger, the, the middle finger, was the evangelist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth finger, the ring finger, is the pastor. And the smallest of the fingers uh, is the pinky, which is the teacher. So you have the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. Now, when I picked up that object, I realized, oh, my God, look, my thumb is always the counterbalance. It's the foundational pivot for what I'm doing with my fingers, with my hand. It's the thumb, the apostleship of one, of unity, of God. You know, it's the, it's the biggest, of, it, it's the strongest of the five fingers. It's the shortest, but it's the most important. I mean, it's without that foundational pivot, that foundational pivot, you really can't do anything with your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when you hold it, the counterbalancing pivot is the middle finger, the evangelist. And, and then in the, in the middle, you have the prophet which gently points the way. It directs the traffic. The, the prophetic voice within us that comes from the creator is, is, is moving that object uh, so you're able to manipulate it with the prophetic voice being applied. Now, the, the pastor is, it kind of hangs out in the background, kind of below and doesn't get in the way, but occasionally it helps. And then recording everything uh the pastor is basically the administrator he turns on and off the lights he makes sure the bills are paid uh he provides the setting uh the food the timing and everything else for for the communitization of 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 of, of connections that come together but the real key is the connectedness between the apostle the prophet and the evangelist 
And what you really get down to it, you realize is, is that you have a team, a team uh, of two, the, God, the Father, the Apostle, together with the prophetic voice, the index finger, they act as a team. And uh, the pivot, the foundational pivot against the prophetic voice directing the traffic applies to the pivot against the evangelist. Now, the evangelist is actually the one being served. It's two coming together, reaching out to help a third. That's the that's where that energy of, of pouring out comes from. I think what you're talking about, JW, pouring forth. Uh, that's where that energy comes from. So two come together as one with the foundational pivot point of, of God the Father and the prophetic voice that's unique in each one of us, uh, directing the traffic, reaches out to a third someone in need or someone who has a void to be filled or a cause that that needs to be directed or uh, so that event so that person that you're serving when he when he or she realizes that number one and number two are not in it for themselves they're in it for the third the application of use and and the pouring forth of that cause and purpose and energy get, gets activated it activates the evangelist and then that third mm-hmm. position then almost like explodes and reaches out to another uh, one or two and together is one like like Kenny and I uh, uh, were together or you know Kenny reached out to me to share that and I be I, I received that prophetic voice to then tell the story to Gary uh, Gary was the evangelist. Kenny and I were together. He, it was the first Kenny, and then me, and then and then Gary was the third. So uh, in a short matter of years, you know, Gary received that, and we've demonstrated. But it came from Brother Blue, that story, and Kenny has or Gary has applied this in his ministry, the fivefold ministry of how how the five fingers work. And it's all scriptural. There are elements of scripture in every one of these fingers that apply to that story, as, as Brother Blue could elucidate very, very directly. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, Fred. Um, you're absolutely right as well. I live by that um, revelation. With, with, with anything I do with the ministry and building relationships, because if, if you look at that thumb, and, and you'll always hear me say this if, if we talk about this. Um, the thumb represents the foundation. And so uh-huh. that foundation has to be built on truth. That's one thing we had established for anything to have real growth or the prophetic to begin to point accurately. It has mm-hmm. to be founded on, on The foundation has to be on truth. And or that index finger will come over and begin to discuss that truth. And then you can have agreement there. You, and I, and I, I always tell, even in the ministry, I teach that uh, two coming together as one, it says, that, it's a scripture to it, Matthew 18, 19. It says, if any two would agree touching anything they ask, the Heavenly Father shall do it. And that's a powerful thing. But the foundation, what you're agreeing on, is the foundation of truth, which is God's word. 
and then they get that third uh, evangelistic or um, they get an opportunity to see that energy of God work with answering those prayers. How do you like that? Sounds good. Now, Gary, uh, when I met you and Kenny, I, I, I did not fall into this uh, mentorship of numbers until a year later, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, right. But but the stuff that we have, you know, uh, talked about the foundational work uh, and then to then apply it to some of the stuff that you're curious about, like the word love into, into things that are real in our world. Uh, you've asked me time and time again, Fred, can you check this out? Can you check that out? And I, I do some calculations and I draw it up and I, I text it to you or email it to you or we just talk on the phone. And you asked me to do this write-up uh, about the word love in reference to the circle of love. And uh, L-O-V-E 3645 using gematria, it's basic, simple. A is one, B is two, C is three. One through nine, one through nine, one through eight is A through Z. Uh, it's simple, reduced gematria, but love is 3645. And up here in Chicago, our beloved Cubs, who, who hadn't won the World Series uh, in 108 years until 2016, uh, Wrigley Field and the whole neighborhood around Wrigley are going through a massive, massive renaissance, rebirth, renovation, all of the above. Uh, and uh, there's this beautiful new entrance to Wrigley Field that's uh, no longer at the corner of Clark and Addison. It's now a little bit further north on Clark, north of Addison. And there's this big, beautiful grassy turf with uh, benches and chairs and uh, a little game for kids to play. But it evokes the vision that we've shared on this call, you know, birds, bees, flowers, trees, kids and families uh, in the sun, uh, you know, having a good time. And it's right outside Wrigley Field, which to me is the archetype, uh, uh, the, the chapel or the whatever you want to call it. It's, it's like a, oh, what are those big, it's like a basilica. It's a basilica <laughs> of, of, uh, of uh, you know, the, the, all that is good in sports and all that connects us all sports uh there's some reason why our creator our lord created sports i i think it, it, you know the connectedness the the raw uh application of talent and 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 the way the the balls fall and the scores fall and it's just the drama of it all and the energy behind it is really what uh is so interesting but uh we i refer to wrigley as a as, as an like the Basilica of the Field of Dreams, the movie, The Field of Dreams. Instead of being yeah. out the cornfields, you have a real Field of Dreams there, second oldest uh, park in, in America. And right there, that new entrance to this Gallagher Way where all the kids are playing and everything else outside, where you can see the big jumbotrons right there across from this new hotel called the Hotel Zachary. That entrance is exactly at the number love, L-O-V-E. You, you can... Check it out on Google. <laughs> it's right there, Gary. Wow. L-O-V-E. Wow. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing how all the numbers are, cor- are, are, are cor- corresponding. 
the, the some of the work you've been doing with the number spread, and it's right there at Wrigley Field. So, my goodness. And you asked me that you know we were talking about the date, and and we had to go back and recreate uh, through memory because they were playing St. Louis, and and I know we were there uh, for that first game down in St. Louis, and so we, we zeroed in. It was April 2nd, so I did the numbers on that. And uh, uh, just just kind of amazing stuff. But getting back to today, Gary, you asked me a little, little reference, but I did break it down. But uh, in, 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 the, in the number that goes back, the number of days that goes back to the birth of Christ, August 11th and 6th B.C., uh, I have it spelled out there, but 1051 is, is like God is one. 41 prime is from John chapter 8, verse 12. The phrase, I am the light of the world, is 41 prime. And, uh, and then the third prime is 17. Now, 17 is that new beginning. It doubles to 34, which is Walter Payton, which is what I said. But there's another 17 that has come in the last couple of years, Gary, uh, that has resurfaced in this QAnon movement. Uh, Q is the 17th letter of the alphabet. And and when I did the numbers on this, I realized that on the inauguration of Donald Trump, uh, it fell on the 17th prime cycle that goes back to the birth of Christ. And uh, and I think I've I've shared this on on our one, in 19, 2016, uh, we were talking about this uh, in August of 2016 because I shared it on the call. That night, August 11th in 2016, as crazy as this may sound, uh, it fell on the 89 prime cycle that goes back to the birth of Christ. Now, 89 is the prime of the word Leo. Yeah. You multiply 89 times 4, you get the word Leo. And okay. I have never ever seen the 89 prime of leo cycle coincide with the divine birth date of august 11th in my lifetime until 2016 i checked it backwards and forwards the earliest i could find it was in the civil war of 1862 wow august 11th in 1862 was the last time that 89 coincided with august 11th now on that night in 2016, August 11th, it was the Thursday, because our call is always on the Thursday. And we have, you can go back and look at it up yourself. We shared the graphic. It's in Steve's emails. He creates the newsletter. The graphic, it was call number 461, Steve, our and, and Gary. <laughs> 461 is a prime number. Now, believe it or not, the two operable primes for that night on that call were 461 and 89. It was, the, it was our 461st call, and that 461 cycle goes all the way back, went all the way back to the birth of Christ. Wow. Wow. That 81, 89 cycle on the divine birthday, on that call, on that night, August 11th, also went all the way back to the birth of Christ. And I shared that on the, on the call, and I said, well, here's the deal, guys. There's something big that's going to happen because 
89 days from August 11th, 2016 was November 8th, the election day, 2016. Yeah. Isn't that Mary Beth's birthday? That's that's my wife's birthday, Mary Beth. She's going to turn 60 tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my, my goodness. So we are on the eve, and actually in this divine science of numerical correspondences, November 8th in the year 7 BC, prior to Christ's birth, was the divine conception day. In 7 BC, on November 8th, was the divine conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. My goodness. And, wow. and if, you take a, if you take 1108 and reduce it to its prime, conjunctive prime value, it comes out to 277. And... Gary, 277 is the conjunctive prime of this phrase, divine love. When you take divine, the word, and take love, the word, and add them up together, they factor to 277 prime. My goodness. And that's That's the prime of of 1108. The the divine conception day was November 8th, which is 1108, which is 277. And, and on, on, November, on November 8th, two, in 2016, number 44, Barack Obama, gave way to number 45, Trump. Add them up yourself. 44 and 45 adds up to what? 89. 89. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, wow. That, that's amazing. That, that is amazing. I would imagine these are... Um, little prophetic signs of things to come is, is, is the way I'm getting. Well, at some at some point, somebody if there is if there I don't know how this is this because I, I I it's not me it's, but our Lord created these cycles. He He set in stone the sun, the moon, the stars, and everything else. <laughs> I I'm just I'm just like a little uh, uh, like the guy who taught me this. Uh, he even called himself. He's just a pack donkey. That's right. Dean Fagers from my mentor just called himself my pack donkey. But man, you, you know it's simple fifth grade math. But it, it, it once you start getting into it and you start seeing things evolve in your daily life, everything is a music musical uh, symphonic uh, performance. Life is a symphony. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's why I love music so much. <laughs> yeah. No, our Lord is directing the. Oh, he's directing this orchestra. <laughs> now, pretty, pretty amazing. You know, something, something dawned on me um, when you were speaking about the divine birth of Christ, August 11th. Do you know it just dawned on me after speaking? Um, all these years, that that was the same day, August 11th, 1990, is when I met Brother Bill. Isn't that something? Are you, you met Brother Bill on August 11th? 1990. Wait a minute, because that was, that was the day you got married, though, Gary, too, right? That's right. That was what the first day I met Brother Bill. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> How's that, buddy? <laughs> it just dawned on me. Not only, so you must have remembered, you met Brother Blue 
your aunt Yvonne, you, you, you were still married at the time, right? That's right. And so I'm just thinking about this right now because we're talking about Brother Blue. I start thinking, when was the first day I met Brother Blue? Yeah. And it dawned on me it was August 11th, 1990. Wow. And that's the year that Mary Beth and I got married on on June 9th. June 9th, we got married in that same year, August 11th. Uh, the, the priest who married us, Father John Crump, it was the last marriage, that one of the last marriages that this amazing priest ever conducted. He passed away of a heart attack on, on August 20th that year, Gary, in 1990. And uh, wow. if, if, you, if you add August 20, 820 is like water, H2O is is the symbol for water that's like h is eight and two o so water to me is like it's it, it, it's i i think of the word water when i think of august 20th and okay. when you add the when you add the word leo 356 to every august 20th except in certain leap years you will always come to august 11th the next year my goodness so so what the water uh, Didi can probably talk about this, but water and fire, the fire of Leo and the waters of, of Aquarius. Uh, Didi, uh, the sun shines on Aquarius across to the other side of the zodiac, but we're on the we're six months apart. So uh, uh, Didi is an Aquarius, Aquarian I am, and Steve is, and we got a bunch of Aquarians on this call. Yeah, but but uh, we we are on the opposite side of the receiving side. Uh, the sun shines on the other side of the zodiac upon the sign of of, of Aquarius. We're in the age of Aquarius, I guess. Because <laughs> the yeah, yeah. that's an air that's an air sign. Uh, even though they're pouring the, the water in the symbol looks like it's water. It's actually electromagnetic uh, energy or information. So the sharing okay. of the information of experiencing the sun from Leo, that's, that's the prophecy, that's everything. That's speaking the word. That's, that's the cerebral air sign uh, of Aquarius, the age of, uh, of, uh, of Aquarius, where, where, it, where the family comes together, the community comes together as, as one humanity and celebrates the love of the sun like you said, Fred, out in the field playing frisbee and having people yeah. just gathering together in tribes of, of like-minded hearts and souls. <laughs> My goodness. Now, Does that make sense, Gary? <laughs> yeah, 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 we were just talking about that before you got on. I, 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 don't, I don't know if you were muted, but I was just saying how we all, I always feel this love and this connectivity when I get on this phone with you, Edie, I can feel the energy. I can feel it. And so, um, Edie, are we in, I've been hearing people saying we are in the age of Aquarius. Is that true? Yeah, it's it's been a crossover for a long time, decades. You know, you could really see it. Like, Oh, I don't know. You could see it in the 40s and 50s where 
the counterculture thinking and all these writers and things started coming forward with their ideas. And even like Tesla and that, uh, <clears throat> the energy of electricity, that's Aquarius because it's electromagnetic energy. It's an air sign. So it breathes the age of information. And so we've just got slam dunked into the age of information in our lifetime. Think of what's happened. You know, we had, we had the gatherings, the, the counterculture, the, the shifting of, of people away from what, what was normal and more into things that included their, their friends and neighbors and gardening. And we kind of brought all that back, saw that come back into our culture. And then it, we had live music and, and then it just blossomed into this ability to socially network with each other all across the planet. And, I, and that's why I, always, I never give up. I always feel like we're always going to be victorious because we aren't meant to be oppressed. Or we're not meant to not unite and share. We're meant to open this up. You know, it's like a heaven on earth energy and bring that yeah. forward uh, so that everybody is on an equal playing field. And that's, that's what Aquarius is. It's the age of man through information and through the light of the sun. Because we're always ruled by the opposite sign So in astrology. So if Leo's the sun ruling and Aquarius is the sign experiencing it in the Aquarian way, that gives you everything we have right now that brings wow. us the most joy, you know? <clears throat> Those are the things that are in there in our life. You know, you can see them just like the numbers. <clears throat> so so tell me this, how long how long have we been in Aquarius? Because some people were saying it, it just happened maybe um a year or so. Or no, I think it's I think it's been transiting transiting for decades literally. But I really saw well of course I was growing into it in the 60s too, but I I saw more of the manifestations of it, you know, around that time in the 60s. But I also would look back at the things I was reading and how literature was starting to reflect a whole different way of thinking. We were thinking you know, less control and less globalism and more unity. So I don't know. I think that a lot of people are confused about how lo- how long these ages are and and how they do they do flow into each other. You know, so that it doesn't just start and end like that. Um, but I'm seeing it more and more. In fact, that's why I got so excited about Trump because I thought, oh. There, there we go. <laughs> There's a, our, our, our president with his Leo rising and his air sign sun, sun and and it's just the difference, the big departure, you know, because Aquarius rules sudden changes or things that happen suddenly and unexpectedly, and that's yeah. definitely, definitely what we're seeing now in so many ways that people say, "Oh, I'd never thought I'd see that kind of thing in my lifetime." Well, I hear that all the time, you know. There's a lot of things. To think about everything we've experienced just in our our baby boomer generation, you know, it's huge change. People say, "Well, nothing's happened." And I go, "What are you? Doing? Where are you looking?" <laughs> it's happening. It's happening in every moment, and every day, and every person's face. And there's a lot of confusion and conflict, but there's nothing that's going to stop that victory of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Absolutely, I love that. It, 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 well. Um, it just lately, I, I think within the last couple of years, it seems like the energy is shifting. It seems like the energy is a lot more heightened, maybe more stimulated. 
is 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 there a reason that it it's it's getting like that or yeah, I just think it's the it's the opening of of the of the door. You know, it's the opening of those energies. It's not going to turn around and go backwards. In fact, three years from now, we won't wait to see what happens between now and then. It's it's going to be such a huge amount of change and for the good. And um, I know our one of our main guys here that comes in, Doctor Sam Cross. We have these conversations, and he always says, "Yeah, but you're an optimist." <laughs> and I go, uh, "Yeah, <laughs> is there a problem here?" <laughs> and so, what's the, what the, is it going to be like? That? Is it, is this the energy is increasing? Is that well, that is happening because the Schumann resonance of the planet. I forget what the base resonance. Of, of the actual planet. I think they've measured it as something like seven or 14, some low number. And now it's up over a hundred. So, so we've got energies coming in here and affecting us that uh, can't be controlled by any of the powers that were, you know, they're, they're controlled by the powers that be, you know, and people say, Oh, you know, they hate Trump because he's doing something against the environment. I go, no, the earth's going to be okay. She, she's divinely guided. We're her guardians. We're, it's going to be okay. There's going to be okay. So, you know, people try to find a way to hate, and I, and I don't think they're going to be able to hold on to that very much longer. I mean, wars yeah. are ending. Well, that's what go, it is. Go, I, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Please. No, I, I, I've been thinking that kind of that thought been in my heart in mind for a while now that this energy is increasing and and i would i would i would think i would think it have a lot to do with the physics and 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 the and and um the way the energy in our body um receives energy and spirit so and so because of the energy if I would think, and if, correct me if I'm wrong, that to balance this energy, you're going to really need the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. Yes. Am, I mean, am I off of that? No, I, I think that people, the people that are lost, I think, are the people that don't have that communion. I mean, it doesn't even necessarily have to be called religion. It's just the the inside or the heart movement of the spirit, you know, which is what we are here. You know, we're ha- we're spiritual beings having a physical experience, yeah. and uh, people forget that. You know, they lose touch with that, and you know, the church can bring them back. Community, you know, having children, whatever. There's lots of things that will, you know, move the human closer to the spiritual. And and more all the time, I think, you know, it just, I mean, I think we will see the end of wars on the planet in our lifetime. And I've had people say, oh, that's not going to happen. I said, well, maybe not on your timeline, <laughs> but I see it already happening, you know, and then spirit is moving across the planet, you know, call it what you will. It, it definitely the the thing in charge. That's interesting. That that is 
amazing. That's amazing because, I mean, you put, um, you, you shed light to something I had been thinking. Probably about, I, 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 maybe about the last year, really intensely. And wow, the energy is changing. And I, and, and I know in our community, which, which, you know, Ferguson was here. And mm-hmm. you, you know, you know the problems. Like Fred and those guys have problems. Sure. Oh, yeah. I believe it's in the side. With all the uh, public safety issues, we have the same issues here in St. Louis, in the city. And I, I, it's almost like the people are so charged up that they're not. Think some people are not thinking straight. It's like overload. Yeah, they're 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 polarized. And they don't realize that they're polarized, and there's nowhere to go for them with the energy. So they they bring out all that unconscious behavior that they never worked out, you know, or you know, from lack of parental guidance or the church or whatever it is. Mentors, you know, they they've never dealt with dealt with the inner workings of their life. You know, that's one thing about this generation. In so many ways, we. You know, whether you're in with the church or if you're in education groups, there's so are just communities, counterculture groups, whatever it is. We seem to be the seeker. You know, we're looking to find what it is that gives us our ground, you know, or gives us our our feet uh, so that we have our boots on the ground. And I think that's a lot where the chaos is that a lot of people are just not, they don't have that. It never occurred to them that that's part of the picture of how to proceed, you know, or how to act. And uh, then you've got people paying people to be disruptive, coming into our towns and giving them money and everything else to break windows. We've had a lot of that up here in Portland uh, in the last couple of years, more than I've ever seen the whole time I've lived here. But people just, they don't, they don't have a point of reference, you know, to, to measure. They can't measure what's going on with their so they lash out. It's got to be somebody else's fault. And it's that's why there's so much chaos and so much crime and pedophilia. Absolutely. It's almost like people are wearing a fence on their mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and, that, that, and I thought it was I said, it's something with energy. You know, things are changing. It, 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 there's a stronger... Uh, energy and it and, and like you say people are not um, handling handling it mm-hmm. correct so they don't know how to they don't and, and, it, and, and, and so they don't know how to handle the energy because I'm seeing it so much and, it, and that's amazing that you're shedding light to something that I was really um, really have been thinking about and wondering about like when I'm out moving about. Yeah, and I think that we're going to have a lot more of that to do, you know, a lot more of standing our ground and representing the calm in the middle of the storm because, you know, people have to have somewhere to look where they see the light of day or the positive, you know, just a smile or just holding the feeling of understanding that we're in chaotic times. 
Yeah. So they're there for a reason because we're unpolarizing. You know, that old thing that says, you know, what wins when you have a, a dark room and you light the candle? Does the dark win? No. The light burns there. And that symbol of that burning candle is the symbol of Leo, too. It's the fixed fire. It's a fixed fire sign. Oh, wow. It's like Aquarius is a fixed sign. These are the, the archetypal signs. And so that that's what we are. We, we each are a fixed point of the calm that represents that light that is more powerful than darkness. And yet, you know, people around you are shooting guns and hurting each other and acting crazy and just, God, just look at the Democrats. (laughs) Yeah, you see it in so many ways, you know, where we think, oh, things are getting saner and, you know, all this stuff. And then you look at the, you look over and you go, wow. Now that's a contrast, and that's all we have, really, Gary, is contrast and relationship. That's what makes up everything. And so you you got to go with the contrast of what you prefer. You know, I mean, you, you can see all this, but oh, I prefer I prefer the relationship. You know, instead of the contrast, and and you just keep pu- pulling back to that pivot point that says, you know. We are walking in, in grace and we are, we, are, we are being human. We are being that human, you know, of all colors. And that's our role is in whatever way to find that spot and take your stand because it's easy to get rocked out of place. <laughs> yeah, that is a be- that's such a beautiful thought. It's a, such a beautiful thought because I in, lately... I can it's slightly I I don't know if it's my discernment or if the energy is stamped up. And I can feel energy. I can really discern it really well. And never like I have ever in my life so heightened. I'm being able to connect to that energy as well. And that's why I said that when um uh, when we first got on the phone. Wow, what a great uh, place to be. I'm glad I'm here because I, I just connected with that good energy that um, when, when you and Steve and myself and, and Brother uh, J.W. when I first called in, I could mm-hmm. feel it. What is that? Yeah, well, that's, that's the, the spirit to the living spirit that we share and we're open to it. Our minds are open, our hearts are open, and we're Can learning. Can you feel that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm very sensitive to energies. Um, yeah. It's challenging for me. Yeah, I feel it. <laughs> How about Steve? Steve, can you feel that? Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> no, man, Steve, where's Steve at? Oh, Steve? You're there. He's still there. Yes. Can you feel that energy? Yes. Can you? Can you, Fred? You know, it's an it's it's like a current, uh, Gary. Every time, uh, we only do this once a week, but uh, there's the, it's 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 a current. It's a stream that. Uh, we all become part of that, that even when we leave this call, we're connected to. 
so yeah, it's it's it is it is a it's it's a it's it's a force of nature. Uh, I, you know, all of us have chuckled. We 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 don't know why this call keeps going the way it does, but it just keeps keeps going. <laughs> you know, and they're just different things that happen. And but uh, well, let me let me uh, uh, tie a ribbon around this, Gary, because uh, as you were guys were talking, I I uh, you were mentioning August 11th in 1990. The, now, the, 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 I'll do the math here real quick if you want. <laughs> yeah. But that day, that day was seven hundred twenty nine thousand twenty five days from the birth of Christ, Gary. And it okay. divides by eleven, by eleven again, and by two forty one, and then by twenty five. So you got two elevens. You're on the eleven. You're on the eleventh day in the year 1990 and you got you know like like the two pillars uh like like the uprights that uh uh touched down jesus you know of the gold two uprights two people with two legs meeting standing there you go 211 going all the way back to the birth of christ how about that (laughs) wow and then wow. the other prime number, the other prime number is two forty one. So it just comes back in memory for me is uh, the two hundred and forty first minute of every day is four oh one in the morning, and four oh one is the is the prime of the word rosary. Rosary, rosary. is uh, an amazing yeah. prayer, and and the the word rosary factors to two two oh one. Uh, I'm uh, no, sorry, 401, but it's the 241st minute of the day, 401 in the morning. And uh, and a couple of other things, Gary. Uh, speaking of the connection, I think, you know, I had mentioned to you before, but St. Louis, where you guys live, it's 89 miles from the capital of Illinois, Springfield. All right? Yeah. Okay. You can go to the southern edge of Springfield. There's a lake called Lake Springfield. And that's the mile marker right at that lake, which is at the southern end of Springfield, is 89 to the border of I-55 when you hit St. Louis. When you hit Missouri, which is the river, right? Yeah. It's 89 89 miles away. And, And the 89th longitude... Uh, north south, it goes right through the heart of Illinois. Exactly. It cuts right. off it right bisects it like perfectly in half. Springfield, the capital, the very tip of Illinois, all the way up through the middle. It's eighty nine, eighty nine west. And, so and that, the year you and I, the year you and I were born, Gary, was nineteen fifty eight, and uh, that was the beginning of the. 23rd cycle of 89 wow. because 1958 equals 89 times 22 so 1958 the year factors into 89 89 times 22 is, is 1958 but in 1958 wow. it was the beginning of the 23rd cycle of 89 okay. and 20, 
23 is Michael Jordan's number, which That's is nine. the sum of I am. I is I 9, am. M is 14. Yeah, I am Leo. <clears throat> I am Leo. When you, when you bring 23 and 89 together, it forms 2389 prime. And that is the Leo prime. The 356 prime number is 2389. My goodness. And a couple, you you can go back, but a a few recent things that I've discovered that's on that cycle, in addition to the election of Trump and the divine birth date in 2016, 89 days prior. But the day that Elvis died, the day that Elvis's mother died, and the day that Freddie Prince was born. <laughs> We're all on that same 89th day cycle that goes back to the birth of Christ. <laughs> My goodness. And, and, and Freddie Prince, Freddie Prince, who had one of the most amazing voices and energies and you name it, whatever, off the charts. He not only fell on the 89th cycle, but his, his cycle that connects, the prime cycle that connects back to the birth of Christ is it's 89 times 8011. So 8011 is a prime number which mirrors the divine birth date of 811. Yeah. So he not only fell on the 80, his birth fell not only on the 89th cycle, but it fell on the 8011 cycle. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> and that dude yeah. could sing. <laughs> Absolutely, that's amazing. So it all factors in. These prime numbers all factor into energy. On that, I mean, they are they are all throughout history. I mean, the last time, uh, I'll give you an example, a real life example. I was cruising down the Chicago River with our our third son Andrew in his eighth grade class. <clears throat> I was chaperoning with some other parents from Navy Pier down the Chicago River for an architecture tour. And I had never, ever been on an architecture tour. I'd done on the one on the bus and the one walking, but I'd never done the one on the river, believe it or not, until that day. So I, I examined. It was a beautiful, sunny day. And I, and I said to myself, boy, there's got to be some larger reason, power, and purpose to why I'm in this boat. <laughs> And it's a beautiful uh-huh. sight, and you know I I better do the numbers of today. <laughs> okay. And it, that was the day that Pope Francis was addressing the United Nations in New York City. Okay. He had just flown from D.C. and he arrived, and he was there addressing the United Nations as as that uh, you know uh, architecture tour was going on in the Chicago River, and the word Chicago which is in the, in the write-up for the newsletter tonight. It's an amazing number, uh, Chicago as well. But uh, that day was September 25th, 2015. And Steve and Didi and, and, and Gary, that was on the, the end of the 309th cycle of 2389. <laughs> it connected My back goodness. to the birth of Christ. <laughs> the Pope was in New York. He was, he, it was a beautiful sunny day, you know, and, but it was on the 2389 cycle. Now, what are the what are the odds of the Pope? Not that the Pope is perfect or the Catholic Church is perfect, but 
it was the correspondence of that world, you know, audience. Uh, you know, it was an important day in history. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and for that to fall on that important day in history, for that number to come out of the slot machine, it, to me, it was more, it was like all seven. <laughs> My goodness. It was a jackpot. Oh. Yeah, so do you do you see the numbers as a confirmation of div- divinity, or do you see, or, or do you see them in a, in a way of um, something that is prophetic? That's what I was trying to understand on how you. Well, uh, you you cannot you cannot you cannot uh, predict. I mean, there, uh, yes, the gentleman who taught me this did win the New York lottery, and he made a good chunk of money that allowed him to do this for a good number of years. He was able to pay off his house and stuff like that, but he wasn't a rich man by any means, but he did play the lottery uh, and had a system using these numbers, which I never, never uh, figured out. Maybe it'll come to me some year if I keep, keep at it. Uh, but in any event, uh, he did say you cannot profane the divine providence, profaning meaning, it is. It is like it's. It's a guarded secret. It's. It's like. It's totally. You know. It. It, it is so precious. The jewels are so amazing. It's like you walk into a jewelry store, uh, uh, Gary, and and all the jewels are are behind cases. And yes, if you are interested in seeing one with proper security and surveillance and everything else, you can. You can. You know, with respect, you can examine. Maybe, maybe you want to buy a wedding ring for your for your fiance or something like that. That's all well and good, but there's a reason why the jewels are behind in storage. And uh, but uh, that's how these numbers are to me. They're like they're like jewels. Absolutely. Uh, they're like they're like diamonds that that, that appear uh, if you catch them the right way with the sun shining just right. And you happen to be called to do a little bit of investigation, document it down, but it's sort of like an oh yeah, a childlike uh, uh, confirmation. It, you feel like you're a kid discovering a kid, uh, like a uh, you know, like like a like a a nice uh, piece of candy or a cookie jar. You know, you're handing or a cookie e- jar e- or something e- like that. Easter egg, an Easter egg, Fred. Yeah, it's almost like what it is. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost like a wonder then. That's what. Uh, yeah, it's a childlike wonder. You can't like really. Or, 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 yeah, it's a, it's a very personal wonder. You can't. Uh, it's not something you can go strutting around and you know put in your chair because it's not something you created. It's just something that's there, and it's just amazing how it all. Uh, you know, I mean, just what are the odds that uh, my wife and I? are separated by 89 days. Her birthday and my birthday, 89 days. What are the odds of that? That's amazing. <laughs> so, so to me, that'd be like... Tomorrow is 89 days for my 62nd birthday. Example. And I'll never forget, uh, I'll never forget this one. In 2003, my, I, I, I flew to Las Vegas to be with my wife. She was on a, on a conference, and I joined up with her. And after she was done, went for a little jog down uh, the strip. And, and I'll never forget the MGN Grand Lion out front of the hotel. I, I said a prayer 
and then ran back, ran back to the hotel. We hopped in the car, drove up to Utah to a snowbird resort up in the mountains overlooking uh, Salt Lake City. My and that night, that night was a, a lunar eclipse, a full lunar eclipse of the moon. So did, so did you um, go through the Virgin Gorge? We went through, uh, you know, this beautiful, uh, you know, mountains, valleys, and then we traveled up into the hills and got up to this <clears throat> Snowbird Resort. And we were having dinner there. Uh, and I'll never forget, we saw this, uh, uh, ra- not this raccoon, but a little a bear was playing in the snow outside of our, our dining room because it was, it was in the middle of winter. We were there during my wife's birthday. Okay, wow. this was her birthday. Yeah, this was her birthday. We arrived at Snowbird, so it was like arriving tomorrow on, on the 8th. <clears throat> so anyway, on, on November 8th, 2003, now that 2003 is the prime number, which is like 23, like I am, okay? But the total lunar eclipse, it's a very Marian event. You know, the moon is a Marian uh, uh, archetype, symbol, and Dee, you can jump on that, but it, it receives the light of the sun. So you have the male, the sun, Leo, and then the feminine, uh, moon, Mary. <clears throat> That's kind of how it is. And as, I, as, as people have explained it to me, and I've read about, read about. But anyway, so, my, wife, my wife is Mary Beth, and I'm, I'm the male or whatever, but I was 45 in 2003, and my wife, Turned 44 that day. <laughs> so 45 and 44 is, four, is 89. And that's what I'm going to What I'm going to ask you, Fred, what I'm going to ask yeah. you is this. Do you, do you conceive or believe that that 89, um, the 89 would be, represents a divine path? In life, you know that that you you know there's many paths that we can take, but we always yeah. want to believe that we 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 find a divine path each day for our life. I think our Lord day. created our Lord uh, uh, by divine order and providence. He he orchestrated his arrival into this world on that date for a reason, for a purpose, and for a cause, so that his uh, amazing uh, re- revelatory event of appearing, of being born uh, on that day could could reverberate throughout all of human history. And it, and it actually does in these numbers. My goodness. So it's amazing that on that Argosy level, so we're still talking about the 89th because that's when Christ was born, right? On the 89th yep. cycle. It's 89 days from tomorrow. August 11th is always 89 days from November 8th, the Divine Conception Day. Yep. <clears throat> and another another little cool thing, I've, I've told you guys this, uh, Gary, I've told you, but if you ever are in Chicago on August 11th, <clears throat> and you go to the lakefront, and you witness the sun rising on the Divine Birthday, August 11th, Okay. The sun will will start to come up over the horizon at five five four five five five, depending on the year. But five five four is 
is the word end, and 555 is the word new. So it's like end of darkness and new light. But by five, by, by the end of 556, the full, so, so you've gone from like two to two and a half minutes or well now a minute and 45 seconds to two minutes. It's roughly the full disk of the sun appears above the horizon exactly at 556 at the end of the Leo minute of the day. My goodness. Yeah, I, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. So that's amazing because I'm always seeking the you, you're seeking that path, that divine path, um, as which you're speaking, Fred, because you have so many great testimonies <laughs> of, of things that are divine in your family. And and we're talking about the energy, and and so that's what that's kind of what I was trying to understand because I'm experiencing a lot of this. I'm, I'm experiencing the energy that. Uh, but it, it's not just me and my wife. It it see, I came from my dad, and my mom. My mom from, came from Montana, and Montana uh, was the 41st state of the union in 1889. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and and we actually uh, there's a cabin that's in our family in Montana that's on Route 89, Gary. <laughs> so I, 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 this 89 has been shadowing me my whole life, and I don't didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. <laughs> Stumbling into this stuff. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what it, that's amazing because we look at we look at the world today. We look at some of the things that are going on. You see the good. Like when we talk about the 89, we talk about some of the experiences that we've all went through that have been good. And it's on this 89. A lot of good things happen on this 89 um, cycle or, or the 89. And then you look at all the other roads that lead to destruction, like they said, um, straight and narrow. It's almost like yeah. you straight enter ye in the gate. And then it goes into say broad and wide is the road that leads to destruction. So when we look at can we find is that place of that divine path. Maybe you're on a divine path, Fred, is what I'm saying. And so we're all of us are on the divine path. We we just to the degree to which we we come into the unique individual understanding of it is is our journey uh you know a little bit a little bit a little bit each one of us because i i this is a very swedenborgian idea the emmanuel swedenborg uh wrote many of these amazing theological volumes gary i talked to you about it but uh swedenborg talked about correspondence and how divine providence and order manifests in our lives it will never manifest in a way that 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 takes us because uh, it is a journey and and you can't be shocked into uh, the truth the, the truth is something you have to receive uh not by being beat over the head it, it, you have to come into it through your freedom through your will you know your uh, uh, active application of your will through free selection and free choice. 
or else it's yeah. not you cannot claim it you cannot internalize it as as being part of you if it comes from like a dictatorial uh you know jim jones type or some cultist leader you know what i mean that yeah, is absolutely. that is looking higher lower holier than thou type of stuff which is which creates division and separation i and this is kind of counterintuitive but um i i think what i'm saying is that uh our lord uh, wants us to rise up into our own calling into our own path into our own prime function uh, according to you know the application and use of our freedom and uh, not something that will violate that freedom, but something that, that is in harmony with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so that brings us back to what we were talking about. And the circle of love. You keep talking about absolutely. the circle of love. You come full circle. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm speaking to. And so I, what I want to ask, Dee I want to ask... How does that energy, what is the energy used for? And, and like, I know right now we're fellowshipping in that energy. But when we enlarge that energy to others, because sometimes that energy is not there with people, but certain people, the energy is there. So what are we to do with that energy as we connect in that energy? How does that how do we, how, what is the purpose of that? If anybody can, can address that, what is the purpose of that energy that we, that we give? Well, I think it's, it's the gift of, of what you could call life, you know, love, light. Uh, people, you know, if you can walk among people or be out in the world on your path and not block the well-being that's coming through you, this is a gift to the world if you can go out into the world and all the chaos and all the confusion and just don't cut off the energy of your well-being. You know, because people can have everything. They can share everything. But we, people get into the habit of not knowing that they, can, that they don't have to feel down, downtrodden. They can make a different choice, the choice up, you know, the choice to find that better feeling place. So I think as we go through the world and you have this ability to share, like all of us do, it's, it is a gift to the world. That's all you can do. You know, it's just we, we decided, all of us, a long time ago to find that better feeling place. You know, what connects us to God and what connects us to what we value the most. That's that better feeling place. So in a way, that's our job. You know, it's really as simple as that. You just be in the world as as a child of God, you know, completely connected up and grounded in, in faith that, um, that it, it is okay to have the better feeling place. I, I think that's, that's really all you can do because you can't always share your ideologies or your numbers. I mean, you can't do that with everybody, but you can always be in that spot where, uh, where that's coming through, you know, that, that feeling of, of grace or that feeling of love and joy, you know. I mean, what else can we do, you know? <laughs> Who else can we be but, but that, you know? Awesome. So it, it's just a, something, what I'm understanding, is just something that you share and people can just, they basically can just embrace 
for the time it's there? Is that that's basically the purpose? Yeah, it's just a being. It's a way of being. You know, you're just walking okay. in in yeah. in love. You know, you're encompassing it. And, we really can share that because, you know, I don't think the world really creates for us out of our words and our thoughts as it does our primary vibratory energy, you know, like the earth is resonating so much higher because there's a lot that's happening in that organism and that, in that, in that life form that that's the earth, you know, it's a living, breathing thing and we're living, breathing things. So I guess it's just a matter of just being okay with, with being, you know, yeah. and that, yeah, and, 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 and that, because we can't, you know, look how many people there are that are just so hateful, hateful right now about what's going on with our president, and they can't, you can't even say his name, you know, well, that's just a bunch of fear, you know, and a bunch of, you know, stuff is cutting off the, the vision of, of maybe we can get straightened around here, you know, I don't know if that answers your question, but that's, no, it, it it really does. It's like, it's like hope, you know. It's it's like it's 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 the light of hope. Mm-hmm. Just listening to you because we, we experience this wonderful energy, this wonderful love, and, and we know it's from the Creator. But we're able to share it, and sometimes it can get stronger. And. and I guess it it goes back to what Fred is saying about flowing in that energy of the fivefold with the fingers and connecting. So that's yeah, and, what, and why it was really interesting in that because that's really the work of the circle of love is to enlarge that energy, and that's that's the one that's the prayer. Yeah, and it only takes a we can, you can have a small crack in in somebody's armor or in their resistance to their own well being or or they're bringing in the light to themselves. All it takes is a little smile sometimes, or just a kind word, or just looking you know your happy, beautiful self in 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 your Christhood, and then people it just opens up. They don't even know what happened to their brain when they see you. you know? yeah. <laughs> they just. They just they grow from it. Um, oh yeah, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. This has been a very good call. Very good call. Very enlightening. Gary, why don't you crack a prayer here? Go close us out with a good good prayer. Oh great. Okay, very good. Well, let us come together. Let us come together in Matthew eighteen nineteen. It says, "If just two would agree touching anything that we ask of the Father, He shall do it for us." So we just pray to enlarge this energy, enlarge the divine um, presence and, and direction of God. How's that? How's that, everybody? Sounds good. Very good. So, gracious Father, we come to you just to lift up unto you this wonderful time, this wonderful fellowship, this wonderful exchange of information, understanding, enlightenment, gracious Father, energy, connectedness, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and we're asking you, gracious Father, to just thank just to bless and increase everything that we do, Lord. 
in 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 the in the sense of goodwill and love, Lord. Let us be a part of that life, gracious Father, and we just thank you, gracious Father. We thank you for the love that's been shared, and we thank you if there's anybody listening that just needs to feel that energy, feel that love, find that divine direction and divine purpose and grace for their lives, that they will open up their heart, gracious Father, and receive of this love, receive of your, your power, Lord. In, in your goodness, Lord, and I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the longevity of the show, 12 years, Lord, and me up call, Lord, and I thank you for the friendship and I just it's so grateful, Jesus, Father. And I just pray that we will always have an attitude of gratitude, Lord, and that we will see you in the way that we're supposed to see the work of our Lord and faith in, in acceptance and, and accountability and to also uh, find the great being grateful and the gratitude that we are able to receive of your love. We're able to receive the goodness that Christ has done for us and has done for all mankind, that people would, that would come in and receive that wonderful gift of life and salvation, Lord, and love and, and power and, and, and the things that, that Christ has done for us, Lord, that we'll always be reminded to relate in that gratitude and in love and in glorifying the spirit that is in us. And I believe that's the whole understanding of this tonight's call and the enlightenment, gracious Father, that we can grow and we can share and we can make this world a better place by staying in that wonderful energy and that wonderful vibration into seeking and being able to share and fellowship in that. So we pray for greater revelation, knowledge, and even the wisdom, Lord, to operate in your, your good will and that, that, um, that we would constantly have um, revelation knowledge of what we share today, even more that we would grow and increase even more. We pray for all the families, Lord. We pray for all the cities that are represented. We pray for every listener that may can't come on and listen to this broadcast. We pray the goodwill for each and every person, Lord, that is represented here this very day. And, of course, we ask to be in fellowship of that love and the oneness between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and one in each other. Just as it said in John 17, as you are one, let us be one in you and one in each other. And so we thank you for this blessed time today and this evening. Thank you for everybody. And it's good to hear everybody's voice. And I pray that you continue to keep a head of protection of goodwill and mercy around our life all the days that we live. And we thank you in Christ's spirit and his name. We pray. Amen and amen. 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 <laughs> Thank you, J.W. Thank you, J.W. Yep. Thank you, Reverend Kenny Blue Campbell in heaven. Oh, that's a good one, Gary. <laughs> yeah, that was great, Gary. All right. All right. We'll leave it on a high note. We'll leave it on a high note. Yeah, that, that, All I've right. I've really been putting that in my spirit about uh, gratitude, you know, being having – 
gratitude for the devices and how he's done it for us in 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 glorification of Christ versus self glorification. But being yeah. have gratitude for what's been done for us. Just like what Dee was saying. Coming into the night. Yeah, well, Gary, I can sh- share a small thought with you, Gary. You know, my my name, Didi, is a, a Sanskrit name, meaning beloved sister. But yeah. it's a it's a nickname. My actual first name is Mary. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're surrounded by Mary, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> so who's the Joseph around here? This is beautiful. This is really beautiful. It's been a wonderful evening sharing with with my lover. Thank you, Gary. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Dee Dee. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Brad, guys, and thank you, JW. All right, guys. Okay. It's a, I, hey, Fred, I couldn't get off yep. this phone without okay. telling Dee but I still think about the little dogs you gave all the children, Dee Dee. Oh, oh, that's right. All those that. dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was special. Wow. Everybody had a dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was so much fun. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Guys, okay. have a great week. I don't know who's going to be on next week, but we'll figure it out as we go along. All right. <laughs> okay. And happy all Thanksgiving, right. everyone, too, Gary. We won't talk to you, but happy Thanksgiving to you all. Well, yeah, okay. Gary. We'll be in touch, guys. Thank okay. you, Gary, again. God bless you, guys. Night. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Dee. Good night, everyone. Okay. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Heading home. A-U-N. American Underground Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.